Welcome back to the TNT B&B podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. So doing a single movie tonight and... We went a different route in how we were going to pick it. So what we did was in our podcast studio, we have a closet that has what? <clears throat> 500 maybe? Yeah. Say? Plus. Yeah, probably more. Uh, movies in it between Blu-rays and DVDs. So what we did was we just picked a random number and decided... Whatever number in the list or in the slot that it is, that's the movie we're going to do. Presuming we hadn't already done it. So the number you picked was 169. And of course, it landed on a fucking movie we've already done. Oh, uh, yeah. So we just went one back. 168. One. We did 168. And that movie happened to be. The Internship, which came out in 2013. It's an IMDb of 6.3, Metascore of 42, Rotten Tomatoes of 35% tomato meter, 51% audience. It had a $58 million budget. Domestically, $44,672,764. Worldwide, $93,492,844. It was directed by Sean Levy, written by Vince Vaughn and Jared Stern. Yeah. So. And we're also doing something a little different with the booze side of the things also. Well, we'll do a cheers when I do the next intro. But. I went to Costco today, and because of Cinco de Mayo a few days ago, um, they had a case of Mexican Coke. And I think if you've listened to some podcasts back ago, um, I got back from Mexico, and Mexican Coke and vanilla vodka is my jam. We did, I think we did a Smirnoff. We did. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So this time I went with Absolute Vanilla, which is a lot smoother of a vodka. Um, And I got Mexican Coke, that whole case at Costco. And it was kind of a coincidence because I just booked my trip to Mexico for October. So it was like meant to be. So then when we were watching this movie... They were, they were doing tequila, tequila shots. shots. And I just looked at you and I said, well, um, I brought back a bottle of tequila from Mexico. And I'll probably bring back the same bottle again. But it's a Guervo. Um, it's not that high of proof. It's like 70 proof, I want to say. But, um, yeah. Right out of Mexico. Oh, there it is. It's 64%. Per- 
64 proof. But yeah, I mean, this stuff's smooth as shit. Yeah, I haven't I've tasted it. I haven't really had a drink of it. But. So let's do a cheers to this. And tequila. I'm just drinking it on the rocks. It's smooth. Yeah, it's it smooth. sweet. It wouldn't be good warm, I can tell you that. Oh, no. But yeah. On it, the rocks, it's pretty smooth. Yeah, so why not celebrate with what I'll be drinking the next five months in Mexico? And it's always a good day when you book a vacation like that. So, now again, this was a completely random choice of movie. Yeah. And I've seen it. I think I saw it once. I don't think. I mean, it's kind of weird to say that I own it and never seen it, but. I don't think I ever saw this movie. See, I think you did. I think it was you and me. Maybe it was on like cable or something and we kind of passed out to it, but I certainly don't remember the R-rated version of it. Oh, no. That's Because I I remember this movie being PG-13 when it got released in theaters, but the Blu-ray comes with an unrated cut, which is a pretty hard R. Yeah, there's a lot of boobies in one scene and a lot of, like, coming in your there's face. There's a lot of and, F-bombs and, yeah, I mean, all, all sorts of shit. Well, and let's just bring back Wedding Crashers real quick. Like, those two are... They're great together. They're great they're, together. Their chemistry Like, their fantastic. chemistry just... You can just see... They seem like they are best friends. They, they definitely give off that vibe, for sure. It's kind of like you and me. A little bit. Because we are best friends. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, even though you probably hope I never existed oh, shut up. anything Jesus. like that. But I understand. Shut up. My family didn't want me to ever. <laughs> oh, <God>. But. <laughs> that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> and that's our therapist podcast 101. Um. But no, like, those two together are just, like... Yeah, they're great. The thing is, is Owen Wilson doesn't say a lot. Vince Vaughn does all the talking. And then the stuff that fucking um, Owen Wilson says is just, like, one-liners. Like, they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah Vince Vaughn is kind of the... Well, he's the he's the Jada Owen Wilson Silent Bob so to speak yeah a little bit but I mean this I mean let's be real this movie is basically a two hour blowjob for Google yeah like and I was reading the trivia Google didn't pay anything for, for this, this movie no but they had creative input. So, like, one of the things in the trivia said they wanted to crash one of those driverless cars. But Google said, no, you can't do that because the cars weren't even out yet. Okay. So they didn't want to tarnish the brand of a driverless car by having it crashing in a movie when it hasn't even been released yet. That's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But, I mean, all that being said, I'm sure there's a lot more that they had input on than that. But it wasn't made by Google, which is kind of what I thought initially. Yeah, I thought that same thing too. I thought Google had a big say in this, like. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that Google looks like a great fucking place, based on this movie. Mm-hmm. So. 
Now, is that done actually at Google thing? I think uh, the trivia said they had two days to shoot exteriors, but everything interior and everything else was shot on a soundstage in Atlanta. Okay. So probably all the external shots of the building was the actual Google building, mm-hmm. but all the interior shots were not. Well, they were probably designed based on the layout of the building. Did my old roommate go to Google? Went to not Google proper. Went to a factory owned by Google. Oh, okay. But hmm. or was it was on the because they have like a it's like a campus. They have several buildings and manufacturing warehouses and stuff. Yeah. So he was probably on campus, but not in like headquarters. Yeah, that makes sense. So. But yeah, I mean Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Rose Byrne, isn't it? She's fucking yeah. fantastic. Uh, that like the head guy running the whole internship thing. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's pretty funny. Yeah, I like him a lot. Can't remember his name. We should. And then Will Ferrell show up. Will Ferrell makes a cameo. He's funny. He made two cameos. Well, it's the same character. I know, uh, yeah, but that's just funny. Two like. scenes, yeah. Asif Manvi is the guy. The Indian guy who was running. Yeah. He's, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's funny. Um, They also had... Um, uh, John Goodman. John cameoed. Goodman, which is funny as shit. Yeah. Like... How do you guys not realize we're going bigger? I pulled my retirement at the right time. I knew this was going down. Like, blah, blah. Wife. like nobody wears watches anymore. And that was what was funny <laughs> is like they're going to like to the um to the have this meeting with their friend um for yeah. watches. He's like, I thought we were just there as friends. He's yeah. like, You're He's the one broke. who told him the company yeah. fucking closed. He's like, what the fuck? And they're sitting there sucking up because his daughter's fat as hell, and he's trying to tell her all she eats is fruits and peanuts. And they're just and like, she's a gymnast. Yeah. But yeah, they're. I mean, they're essentially their salesmen. Like yeah. Career long salesmen, and the company that they worked for was a watch company, and they shuttered their doors, but didn't tell them. And so they're fucking kind of out on their ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so fun because their inspiring um, track had Atlantis was set. It's raining. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, get it's ready ironic. for it. Get ready for it. This will get you going. <laughs> it's like raining on a wedding day. When they leave the meeting telling them they don't have a job anymore, he's just like, let it play. You have to let it play. <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah. I thought that was great. That was funny. Um. But yeah, Vince Vaughn's character, he's losing his house. His girlfriend or wife is leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of lay that seed early that he never follows through. Or he always fucks up, which they pay off towards the end. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, Owen Wilson... It's kind of, they'd lay that seat early, like, you have to have a relationship more than three months and all that shit. Gets in a fight at his nephew's baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all sitting on the bed together just talking. There's that lady. Why does it feel like the world is just keeps fucking us in the ass? And like, <laughs> coming on my face. And <laughs> they're like, holy shit, I thought this movie was PG-13. 
Yeah, and then they look over at the lady next to him, and she's just staring them down. He's like, oh, you have a beautiful daughter. <laughs> What's her name? It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and these are like the movies we missed during these eras again. Like, yeah. Two, what year again? 2013. 13. I mean, that was a big year, but it was watchable to yeah, watch Yeah, that's, that's what about. I'm saying. I'm surprised I hadn't seen this before. I liked it more than I thought I would, for mm-hmm. sure. I think it was on my list if I had one, but I never got to it. And oh, oh I wait. List. I could have watched it for 2013. You might not have been around, but I didn't. Maybe I know it was. I've seen it. This you was kind of like a, movies. This was kind of like a staple for a while on like FX or something. It was one of those movies that was always on cable. We never had FX. FX. Yeah, we never did. FX. Yeah, we did. Did we? When we had cable? Oh. FX is where Archers. Is that what we got on DirecTV? I mean, we had it. Uh, on an offshoot, Byer just texted. <laughs> uh, what did he say? Hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> oh, it was a struggle for a bit. I texted him, how are you feeling? He said, oh, it was a struggle for a bit. Made the mistake of not using my water system. Haven't had a night like that in a long while. <laughs> <laughs> and then just say, did you have fun? And take a picture with a drink. But anyway, so... Uh, Owen Wilson is looking to get a job with his sister's girl or boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah, who is and Will <laughs> Ferrell. Which, that was a funny conversation, too, when they're in the mattress store. And he's like, you ever go to the back door? And talking to him like, this is a very awkward conversation. He's like, why? Because you're dating my sister. <laughs> yeah, and it's just funny how he stuck him with the old woman, and he went to that attractive, <laughs> yeah, big ass fucking bitch. Yeah, and he's just putting her like doggy style on the bed. You gotta get the heat motion, heat motion, and then like that's when um, Vince Vaughn's character came out or came in and it's like hey dude we got this internship you're a physicist at fucking um phoenix Phoenix, university of phoenix online and he's like why do you put physics because they're not gonna answer those questions (laughs) like they're gonna avoid those oh good thoughts but you put yourself as sales and they're doing their zoom meeting in a fucking public library Mm -hmm. (laughs) kids are like your 15 minutes are up And apparently the three kids that you see in that scene are the director's daughters. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he say back? What? Did he say anything back? He just asked if we were doing a one on just talking about what we were doing. Yeah. But no, um, I don't know. I just think it's a, it's a funny-ass movie because... They go to Google and they're like realizing that they're the old dogs. Yeah, the old assholes. And he had a kid come up to him thinking that they were like uppers for the company. Picking your brain and like, oh, you're an intern too? But you're so old. Yeah. And that was Max Mangella, I think his name is. Do you recognize him from anything? Like the dickhead? Mm -mm. He was. the villain in the newest Saw with Chris Rock. He was a partner. Oh, really? He was also in uh, Horns. 
Okay. He was a dude that actually killed the girl. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it was. It would be weird because that would be you and me walking in a school like that as internships. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we'd be probably bigger dickheads than they were. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> but the thing is, is they'd go on one night on the town like they did with them. Like they went to the yeah, that, that, that would definitely like, be what we would and do. And then they'd be sure. like, holy shit, these guys are fun as hell. Like, we can trust them. And that's how their team Give got better. Give them some better. life lessons and shit. Yeah. And the one kid that kept picking his eyebrow off. He was, picked his whole eyebrow uh, off yeah. by the end of it, you know. He's fucking losing his goddamn mind in the strip club. Mm-hmm. Had to keep going. <laughs> that was great. He's getting a lap dance and has to go to the bathroom and come, use come a hand dryer pants. on his fucking pants. Yeah. And then the first time, Owen Wells is like, hey, some say that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> and then the second time, he's like, you know, it happens. And then the third time, he's like, I'm surprised at your recuperation rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was really good. And then, like, they go on top of the bridge, and they see... Well, overlooking the Golden yeah, Gate Bridge, yeah. And the ones just past, the one that was coming in his pants all the time was sleeping on the table. <laughs> and that's when they... I mean, one of the things that they were struggling with, they had to build an app. And after the drunken party night, that's when they came up with the idea for the app, which isn't a terrible idea. No, like... I- Dude, I in order to send a text, you have to answer a question to make sure you're not drunk, mm-hmm. so that. Yeah. That'd be like when I call my family when I'm drinking, or. Yeah, before so. you make this phone call, you need to solve this math problem. I want to be able to do this. So <laughs> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like genius though. And the whole pitch before when Vince Vaughn is basically pitching them Instagram. Yeah. And they're like, it's been done. It's Instagram. But no. And what did, what did he kept saying? Uh, on the line instead of online. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. And that's like towards the end where he's like, I'm taking the team down. But wait, we didn't go into this. That one guy... Josh, whatever. His, Josh Gidd. Yeah, like he's wearing the headset the whole time, and he's like a mole. Like everybody. Yeah, he's like a higher up in Google. He's like the high, high up. Yeah. And that's when um They were Vince the only Vaughn's two guys character. that kind of talked to him and shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, like, towards the end, that's where he saved him. But Vince Vaughn left to go work with... Uh, old folks and motorized scooters yeah, and ripping people off and then on wilson showed up and was like dude we need you you're sa- this is the sales thing and he ended up like going and selling to a pizza place and well yeah let's let's just kind of go through the the competitions that they did the first one well they're you broke up into teams and their team was like the outcasts yeah they're old you had the nerdy asian the chick who's trying to act like a sex fiend but has never done anything. Yeah. The sarcastic fuck 
dude who's too cool for school and I need the PFI. Gotta send a picture in the group chat. But you had yeah, the Dylan O'Brien played the kid who was sarcastic and too cool to care about anything. Then the old two old farts and then like their project leader, their team leader was a twenty three year old who was a fucking nerd also. Yeah, that was what's really cool. So their first project was to find out or there was a what did they call it? A bug in their programming and they had to find the bug. And Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson are tackling it like salesmen where all these tech nerds are doing and they tell them to go to Stanford and find Professor Xavier who wrote the code and all this shit. And they get beat up by an old guy, old bald guy in a wheelchair because yeah. he thought he was Professor Xavier. Yeah, that was great because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so. And he's like naming all the fantastic... <laughs> the- X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> That's Rogue and Cyclops. And... Yeah, so that was really creative. And then also, like, he kicks their ass. Yeah. But, yeah, they... The team doesn't want them with them because they're the old fucking out-of-touch people. Mm-hmm. And then the next competition is <laughs> what they think is sports. You're like, oh, we got this. <laughs> Look at all these fucking nerds. They don't know anything about sports. But the sport they're playing is Quidditch, which they know absolutely dick about. Yeah. And so fucking they're starting to get their ass kicked, and then they give them a pep talk like a salesman does, and they end up doing well. They didn't win, but they worked as a team, and that kind of let all the nerds know that, hey, these guys could actually be useful. Exactly. Then the next one was the, the app. Yes. And that's when they went out because they needed to... Got drunk and they created the one at... And um, that was a very extended strip club scene. There's titties everywhere. Yeah, and sucking fingers. Yeah. (laughs) That's how they got the sarcastic kid on board. Like, Mm -hmm. take your eyes off your phone and look at the boobies. Yeah. And then he was all in. And then one girl was just horny as shit anyhow, so... Yeah, but she didn't know, like... Like, just, your secret's safe with me. Just fucking do your thing. And then, yeah, the Asian guy went fucking ham. Oh, and then the team leader, his crush was dancing there. Yeah. Because he took a dance class of hers that she was teaching at Google. Yeah. And she was explaining to him, like, I don't make enough to do Yeah, and then they get (laughs) me. A bar fight, and he kind of proves himself to her, and then they're apparently a thing. Yeah. Like, she liked it. And then from there, yeah, then they get the idea for the app as they're looking at the bridge. Yeah, because she's trying to text so-and-so. Yeah, (laughs) I could send her a picture of little Lyle as I was pissing in the fucking bushes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you don't do that, and then that's where the idea comes. And they win that competition, and so they're kind of going head-to-head with the dickheads team. Yeah. 
And then well, the next one was oh the I the like tech support. Yeah. Where they had to answer the fucking phone calls and that's where Vince Vaughn's character fucked up because he didn't log in or something. Yeah. And so the whole team was wiped out. So he felt like he was dragging the team down by not reading or understanding things. And he's just a salesman. He <clears throat> and the talk. dickhead even put that into his head when they were in the sauna or whatever. He's like, you always find a way to mess things up. Mm-hmm. And then he did and was like, fuck, I'm done. That's when he went to go sell the Amigos. And then the, <laughs> yeah. then the last one was about sales. And that was his. That was their bread and butter. Yeah, like. He can talk. He talked that way in the pizza thing, and I don't think it was just that. They did a lot more after that. Yeah, and, and started up a franchise almost damn near mm-hmm. in an afternoon. But yeah, what was I gonna say? I forgot. Oh, they kept <clears throat> using older references that these kids know nothing about, like they. Brought up uh, Flashdance. I mean, that was through mm-hmm. the entire fucking movie, essentially. And I like how they bring that back with the song when they bust in with the pizza boxes and fucking chucking pizza to everybody. Yeah, that was fun. Like, it's just, I when they're chucking pizza, all I'm picturing is the cheese flying off the pizza. <laughs> People burning their face and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and... We didn't really mention Rose Byrne too much. She's the love interest for Owen Wilson. She's a higher up in Google who is a workaholic. And Owen Wilson kind of busts her out of her shell. She's like, you can take me on a date, but you got to give me 10 years of assholes. Yeah. And that was a, that was a good scene at dinner. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, like, that was really creative how they busted into the screen because, like, he was about ready to announce the winner. And then, like, they cracked into the screen. Yeah. And you find out that the... God damn it, what was his name? The guy kind of running the thing, the Indian guy... Mr. Chetty, played by Asif Manvi, he was giving them all hell the entire movie, but it turns out that he was the one who actually led them into the program. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This movie was a good comedy. It was better than I thought. I mean, like... The unrated version, anyway. I don't know how the PG-13 Yeah, but that would be awful. But um, this is, like, up there, like, with... I mean, Tag will always be um, up there. Top tier. For my comedy. Um, I need to watch Grandma's Boy again. It's been a minute, for sure. We should do a pod on that. I think we have. Do we? Okay. I think so. I'll have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure we have. I think we were right because we talked. Yeah, it was one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely on our year in review. Well, that's the thing is also is like 
we should be talking about like maybe redoing some of the podcasts because now we actually have we a podcast room. We didn't end back then. We didn't. But really like know we used to hold we hold mics. We used to sit on the couch downstairs. Yeah, was, we were um, stationed in my bedroom where Falcor is at right now. Like we had so many different spots in this house, and now we have a now set room. we got a pretty good set. Like this room well. is never. This is definitely always going to be the podcast room. Yeah, no question. I mean, we have we ripped the closet out to put fucking DVD bullshit and <laughs> Blu-rays in there, so yeah. that can never be converted back into another closet unless you try. Nope, it's over. And everything's beautiful. I just like the bottle idea. I just don't know. I mean, but anyway, but yeah, tangent, that was my thoughts. We were in there. I like it. I don't know how we got there. We go up some pretty areas. That's true. Um, wasn't Rose Byrne one of your girls on the year in review where you did five years straight of her movies? Yeah. She's attractive as shit. She's funny as hell. I mean, she didn't really have too much to do in this movie. Dude, I just, when you quoted me wrong earlier, I was like, yeah. All about neighbors? Yeah, like, her and Seth Rogen can fucking feed off each other, too. Those two have good chemistry as well. They've done a few. I think they have another movie coming out here next year together. And that's, that's her actual speaking voice. She is Australian. Is she really? Yeah. Interesting. So she puts on an American accent when, like, in Neighbors. and she, Well, she was from Australian Neighbors also. Yeah, she had an accent. So when you hear her doing an American accent, like in Insidious, she was the mom in Insidious. Yeah. That's her putting on an accent. No. It's not her actual speaking voice. Hmm. Um, what else? Rob Riggle makes a fucking appearance. I really find that guy annoying. He has some funny parts, but I don't know. I I don't really like that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I like I'm just going to again collide these together. It's the best way to put it. But like Wedding Crashers. Intern the internship. Like these are the movies like I've had a bad week. I need to turn my brain off and I just need to laugh. Yeah. I, and again, the PG thirteen of this movie, yeah, I probably would not have laughed or maybe enjoyed a little less, I guess is the best way to put it. But the unrated version this is like a movie I can free my mind with. I mean, yeah, this this movie isn't uh, breaking any new territory. No. It's, you know... Um, it's, you know how the movie's going to end right when it begins. You know they're going to get the job. You know yeah. Owen Wilson's going to get the girl. But it's just the funny shit in the between. Yeah. Yeah, but. so, I mean, I don't know. I enjoy, like, it, again, 
when I was watching it, I was turning all the bullshit off in my life and laughing. And I know we've said it a couple times already, but Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn have crazy chemistry together. Yeah. They're fucking fantastic. Dude, they're fucking amazing. Like, those two, I don't know what it is, but you got certain people that can just kill it with each other. And those, like, name four sets right now. I can't, but can you? Name what? Like, another people that are great chemistry working with each other. Oh, name four duos like that? Uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. For sure. Yes. Agreed. Um, you could, I mean, back in the day, you could have said like Seth Rogen and James Franco, but Franco's gotten himself into some trouble. Yeah. Those two. Seth Rogen's kind of distanced himself from. Oh, my God. That song, though. I haven't listened to that in forever. That, yeah. The Kanye yeah. music video. That was funny as fuck. Yeah. They did that just randomly off after yeah, finishing the um, set. Yeah, that was when they were doing the interview, right? Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. And then, uh, um, I mean, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson had a thing going for a minute with like Zoolander and mm -hmm. Meet the Parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? You can make an argument for Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill from like the Jump Street movies. They yes. were pretty good together. How about old school? And you got um um fuck. In old school? No. I'm going old, old, school, old school style. And then there's um Okay, I'm going to get it. Don't well, you worry. could say Bill Murray and Harold Ramis from, like, Ghostbusters and Yeah, Stripes but I and... have one. Um, Kevin Spade <clears throat> and... Kevin. Or Spade. David Spade and David Chris Farley. And Chris Farley, yeah, that, yes. For those sure. two were, like, iconic. 100%. Um, Thank you for finishing that, because I had that in my head for, like, Five minutes, I couldn't spit it out. And I mean, Sandler kind of has. I'm blaming Belushi weed right now. Sandler has his crew also with, like, I mean, all of the Happy Madison guys. Um, Kevin James, who's who's was his guy? Was he an Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler guy? He's an Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler guy. And Kevin James. That's right. Like, uh, that movie. Um, where Tila Tequila was in, they got married. Oh, uh, Chuck and Larry. Yeah, but they were also. I haven't seen that in forever. No, I haven't either. Uh, they were in the Grown Ups movies also. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there are guys out there, and honestly, I thought Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson worked together a lot more. Yeah, they didn't. <clears throat> but apparently, Wedding Crashes is the only one they starred in together. And then the other ones they were like cameos do, in other movies. They should more together. I don't know why they don't. Yeah, I mean, like, they're fucking gold together. Yeah, like that's fucking. What do they make in this movie? Um, uh, monetarily. 
Yeah, what was... <clears throat> did they make Budge? Um, I think they... I can't remember, I'm sorry. No, I... They made 93 worldwide on a 58 budget, so they... It was they the did red. all right. No, they... They were in the red. Oh, they're in the red. If you take the double the budget for all that then i mean didn't lose a shit ton of money but it didn't make money either yeah well i mean also i mean did, okay look this one up did wedding crashers make money i'm almost positive wedding crashers made a I bunch mean, of money i'm just gonna say this and i want to say this in a because i know you don't like sequels but could they do a Wedding Crashers 2 after like 10, 12, 15 years? There were talks a because while back about it. Okay, so Wedding Crashers had a $40 million budget, 288 worldwide. Yeah. So that made its budget by an order of magnitude. So in my head, like, I could see them, like, doing a Wedding Crashers 2. And them talking about how, like, there's still lawyers, there's still divorce attorneys and whatever they are. Right. But they lost the two girls because they can't probably bring back the other two. And say, yeah, that was a bad run. Like, And then, like, well, something, like, kind of like Trump. But not what you're no, I, saying. I, I, okay, keep going. I've got, I've got an idea also. And so then, thing. like, and like they have a high power, like president people, like divorce or wedding. Okay, like just kind of like they did when he was the attorney general or whoever the fuck. Yeah, but this was like was. a president one. Okay. And somebody like Trump. And. Yeah, like they crashed their wedding and they there's like twin girls or something and yeah. Okay, here's my pitch for a wedding crashers too. They they're both still happily married to Rachel McAdams and Isla Fisher and their children are getting married. Not their children. Yeah, that even better. Uh Vince Vaughn's son is going to marry uh Owen Wilson's daughter. And they are trying to keep their old selves out. So they're preventing wedding crashers at their kid's wedding. <clears throat> so they're going back into their old bag of tricks and saying, hey, that's, that's rule 42. Get the fuck out of here or something like that. Oh. Where they're basically playing they're this. basically playing bouncers to keep their old selves out of their children's wedding. Yeah, I, like I that. see that. Then you have Will Ferrell show up. Will Ferrell, yeah, he'd be the first one to try and bust in. He's like, get the fuck out of here. No, he's the pastor. That'd be interesting. He's trying to get laid as the yeah. fucking pastor. <laughs> 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 fucking went to Wedding Crashers, to Fino Crashers, all the way back to Wedding Crashers. Dude, what if people use their ideas? I think we have some good ones. Every now and then. Tequila and vanilla Mexican. Well, we're, we're drinking all Mexican right now besides the absolute. Yeah, that's true. Huh. I hate Jews. But yeah, I mean, 
this movie was very enjoyable. It just a, it just takes you out of your funk and just laugh for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a good fucking lighthearted comedy. I mean, so we can rate this, and I can explain my morning what I went through. Okay, go ahead and rate it. Um, I rate this movie if we're going comedy level, not like whatever. I give this a seven. So yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna go six and a half, but like I said, it's not reinventing the wheel. Like you know exactly what's gonna happen, but yeah. it's the journey. It's the there were moments that I was actually laughing out loud during this movie. Yeah, like so. It's rewatchable. I, I think, like I said, I think this is the first time I'd seen it, but yeah. I'd watch it again. <clears throat> it's not going to be a staple, but no. I'd watch it again. I, I can watch Tag once a month, and I'll be a very happy camper. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Like it could it could have been their jobs, it, and they ended up getting everything that they needed, and that was a great ending. Like you knew this from the beginning that they were going to get Google jobs. And that the bitch of his girlfriend that left yeah, that him never at the came beginning, back. That, that never came back, but, which is whatever. But again, a girl's going to leave you if you're getting evicted out of your place and there's shit. Yeah. But it was what? It was two hours and five? Mm-hmm. You probably could have cut 15 minutes from this movie. Yeah. If, we could cut. I mean, we, we have this movie. conversation every time we do a comedy. Two hours is too long. Yeah. Like, you want to be in that hour 40 to 50 range. Otherwise, it drags a little bit. I mean, yeah. but uh, it's a small qualm. Mm-hmm. And it's a good flick. I like it. So, you want to hear what happened to me last night? Is this going to be left on the podcast? Oh, yeah. This okay. is all movie-related, so okay. I watched today. I had a dream about Wes Craven. About Wes Craven? And all of his movies. Okay. Like, I literally was a character, I guess. I don't know. I woke up really fucked up this morning. <laughs> Dreaming like, you were in a screen movie? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I won't I've had, I'm not going to lie. I've had dreams like that also. Yeah, but... This is after I, I woke up off the couch, came up, me and dude, whatever. Like, where am I? Somebody my was still in the bathroom. Yep, somebody was still <laughs> in the bathroom. And so then I wake up at like 7 o'clock and I was like, what the fuck? And so then I started like Googling Wes Craven. Because I think we had this talk in the last few podcasts. About Last House on the Left and Wes Craven and this. Yeah, we did. What were we watching? Don't know. But. But yes, we have had that conversation. I watched Last House on the Left 1972. You watched the original? Yeah. Where is that streaming? Tubi. Is it on Tubi? Yeah. Well, Paramount Plus, too, but um, Paramount Plus is having a goddamn That app fucking sucks. No, like, my. my TV goes to blue. Like, 
blue. Well, even downstairs, that app fucking sucks. So then I turned my TV off, tried it again, then it did its thing, and then just turned blue. Yeah. And so then I went to Tubi, and it was on there. Awful. Good? Okay. I mean... Uh, Here's my synopsis about everything. And I'm just going to say this in the nicest way about this movie. The newest one... Sorry, my voice tweaked. Yeah, I think we're talking about two different movies. Last House on the Left. Okay. Um, Wes Craven is what I watched today. The newest one I watched maybe three years ago, four years ago. I can't remember. But I have to say about this shit, and this is what bothers me a little bit, is they say the 72 version's worse than the new version with rape scene. This one's not bad. I cringed when I watched the new one. I mean, mean, this one was bad. I cringed, but like, they're a little more graphic. I mean, this one, like, the guy's like, I'll shoot or I'll stab your friend. If uh, she if she won't pee her pants and the girl didn't pee her pants so she like put a slit in her and then like she ended up peeing her pants and it was fine but I mean I understand that kind of weird shit like right. that's not yeah, right yeah. but I have to rewatch do we have the DVD of Last House on the Left yeah mm, I don't think so okay because we gotta buy it then. I have to watch that one because if I remember right, I remember cringing more. See, I I get, I had to look it up because when you're talking about, because I cannot keep him straight. I get that. I I get, I spit on your grave and last house on the left. That one's bad. I spit on your grave is tough. The old one. I don't think I saw the new ones. That one's on 2v2, I think. That one is pretty tough. I mean, Christ, we watched um, Cannibal Holocaust, or some of it, and that movie, Jesus Christ, we're fucking wilding out back then. Dude, I don't even know, but this was tough to watch, but okay, and that's where I want to see the next one. Because it's been a while. I don't know the how. Remake, the the remake, remake came out in like 2009. I yeah, I did. But it's not streaming. Um, which I kind of want to look on. It might Olga be Plex. Yeah. Um, But very similar how they did it. But the girl ended up dying in this one. Where the last one she didn't, they, she came walking to the house. She died in the original? Yeah. God damn, maybe I need to rewatch that. I don't remember it then. And then the original. I don't think she died. The original. Like I said, I'm thinking of I Spit on Your Grave, I think, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, the original one, dude, the mom bites off the guy's dick. A forceful blowjob that she. Yeah. And then. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude, because she found out that he killed her kid. That's wild. Dude. And everybody's so calm about their kid dying. They found her daughter dead. And they're like, oh, we were outside because we found 
we thought we heard something, but there's just dogs in the trash or something. But it's like they're so calm about finding their daughter dead and then getting revenge with the people that are staying in their house. And it was, I don't know, very bad acting. Very yeah, I mean, like, I, uncomfortable. I, I'm pretty sure that was Wes Craven's first film. Mm-hmm. So that's why I watched it this that, morning because I, mean, I had that dream. Like, I don't know why I had that weird dream, but then I woke up and started like Googling Wes Craven. I was like, holy shit. I was like, so then that was his first film. Like, I'll just watch it. And I was like, weird thing is, we just talked about it and I told you I watched it, but I don't think I ever did. You didn't tell me that. Because I thought I told you I did. And that was what year? 72 but yeah i liked it but it was tough it's uh okay bad acting tough to watch but you can't cinematography isn't great because like they're working with fucking shoe screams and bubble you can't go with bad acting in the 70s because nobody was a great actress or actor back then i mean there's some tough ones for sure but I mean, I don't know how some people survived and got into the 80s, 90s, and still kept going. Actually, Gene Hackman probably won in my head, but the rest, I can't tell you. From the 70s? They went, like, um, um, from Raging Bull, Al Pacino. No, it's no. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. I'm just saying actors. Actors yeah. now. Like El Pacino, Rob, Robert De Niro. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. But yeah, what is Joe Pesci doing? He didn't do much. He did Home Alone and then he died. Oh, he was in Goodfellas. I think he won an Oscar for Goodfellas. Okay. In but 90. Yeah. He was in uh, that last Irishman, the Scorsese but, film. on uh, Richard Gere. Richard Gears, yeah, he's kind of slowing down a little bit, it seems like. I can't tell you when he was last in the film. That's true. Harrison Ford's still rocking. I don't know how he has dementia. Harrison Ford? I should. We're not talking about Joe Biden. We're talking about Harrison <laughs> Ford. <laughs> um, who else from the 70s? Uh, fuck. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is still kind of working. He's Jack Nicholson. That guy has to be dead. He's not dead yet. Oh, he's alive. He just won an Oscar like two or three years ago for The Father. Jesus. Jack Jack Nicholson doesn't really act anymore, but he's still on fucking courtside at Laker games. With his binoculars. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about that last night. Wearing binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean... Times are changing. Jesus. Helen Mirren was acting in the 70s. She's still rocking. She's in that Caligula movie. Sure. Remember from the documentary? We talked a great deal about Caligula. Yeah. That's 79. Hmm. And it's streaming somewhere. So, I mean, that's basically a porno, more or less. Yeah. I am going to do... Every year. Every year has to have a fucking. No, I'm going to have Debbie Does Dallas that year. (laughs) Have my list with fire because (laughs) why not? We got to make sure he watches it before. 
Because that'll be a fucking interesting conversation. Do we have a VCR still? Uh, we might. Actually, I think I get online. Uh, we could find one easy enough. Just start going to garage sales. <laughs> we'll find one. It's in your room. The movie, probably. Yeah. But the VHS, no. The VHS is in your room. No, okay. The VCR isn't. Yeah. You just have to. Yard sale, garage sales, buy one for two bucks and hope but and no, pray it works. That'd be so great. You're reviewing it. Yeah. What so year is it? 77? I think it's 78. Is it 78? Oh. <clears throat> Got it bookmarked. Didn't they make like 17 sequels of that movie also? She's 67 years old. She was 1950. Oh, here it is. Was it part two? I was going to say, I thought there were like several fucking... The Dark Side of Porn. 78. I was so right when I said that last night. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it from me to question you on porn fucking... Trivia. Well, you know your it's shit. It's like our buddy said. Like he's like, holy shit, you fucking knew the date and the actress. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Grew up with this shit, man. I have that shit in my porn box. And shit ton of girl spells. <laughs> shit, all of them, essentially. All right, well. Any closing remarks on the internship? I just will always say, I'll watch any movies almost and Vincent They're great. Those two together. And you throw in a cameo with a Will Ferrell and that and that. Like, come on. And you toss Rose Byrne into the mix and mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. Hey, you got my attention. But yeah, I mean, it is basically <coughs> just a two-hour circle jerk for Google because yeah, the that's nap all pods that, and the yeah. slides and everything's free and all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Give me seven bagels, 18 sides <laughs> of cream cheese. And I this is something I read in the trivia. Remember... In their first meeting with the Indian guy, and he's like, do you take food home from the office? Yeah. And he kept saying all this shit. He said pudding and pizza and sushi and all this shit. He ate every single one of those food items in the movie after that. Yeah. Which is just kind of fucking funny. Yeah, it is kind of. You don't even know the reference, do you? No. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Ah, never mind. Point's been made. Just say it. He was talking when they had their first meeting. Yeah. It's like, what if I take home a pudding that's about to expire? Or sushi or a pizza. I wouldn't take a frozen pizza, but a pizza that's cooked or a pie or this, that, and the other. After that, throughout the entire movie, he's eating every single piece of food that he mentioned. Oh, yeah, I get... Okay, I got where yeah. you're going. Yeah. 
I didn't pick up on that until I read the trivia. But I'm like, holy shit, that's kind of yeah. Funny. He's eating the sauce and chips and fat. He's like, yo, buddy, I you got the exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want your fucking clammy feet on my whatever. See, and I think you'd be the couch sleeper, and I'd be the bed sleeper if we had that situation. Well, they rotated. Like, I'll get, I'll I take the bed tomorrow. I won't rotate. We did because we, you're an asshole. When we were in Fort Lauderdale, you slept on the chair. Oh no, the first time you slept on the bed. Well, I had to get down. out of the bed because the <laughs> other guy puked <laughs> in the bed. I'm like, all right, I'm fucking. I'm going to go smoke 17 cigarettes and figure out my life right now. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. But yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time to peace out of this motherfucker. Yes. uh, I did want to mention next, 1979, the Amityville Horror is in 19... So we should do one of those documentaries in between. Yeah. Internships worth a watch. Yeah, well, have a good one. Peace out. Fuckers. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more... Booze Booze and and bullshit. Bullshit.